Hello and welcome back to From 350 to A0 podcast, where we slow down a little. Hello and welcome back to the promised episode that I've promised you guys yesterday. So Jeddah, Jeddah is done and we're here to talk about it. So let's get straight to it. All right, so our P3, we have Paris first, Verstappen second. So that's kind of new. We've never seen this. Like the team let Paris win. All right, all right. Then we've had Alonso third, Russell fourth, Hamilton fifth. Sainz came in sixth, with a, which is not great for Ferrari, as well as Leclerc came in seventh. And then Ocon eighth. Ninth was Gasly, and tenth was Magnussen. So, Magnussen is also in like the top ten. He's still in the points, so that's amazing for Haas. Uh, Hulkenberg was also fighting with Sunoda like the whole race, which was really interesting to see. So they were switching between places like in the last few laps, which was like. Really, really, really entertaining, and we've in. Oh my God, we've even, we've even. I forgot how to speak. Anyways, we've heard also Tsunoda come onto the radio and like literally scream because he didn't uh saw, uh Hulkenberg uh, in his mirrors and Hulk like literally passed Tsunoda like it was so fast. The move was done from Hulkenberg like really good. And that was honestly amazing to see, like amazing to watch. That was really entertaining because Tsunoda and Hulkenberg, they haven't had like any action in Bahrain. Like, yeah, anyways. um, So let's honestly get into like the whole drama that we've seen with Red Bull. Because Paris came in first, Verstappen came in second. And like an amazing drive from Verstappen because he w- he started the race from P15 and ended up in P2, which is like, wow, wow, honestly, wow. <laughs> but um, uh, Verstappen even ended up being like the driver of the day. And from my point of view, like well-deserved, really well-deserved. Uh, to actually be the driver of the day and to end up finishing in P2. I mean, he could have won probably, but like, this is where the drama comes in. So basically, basically, Verstappen was once once again complaining about his drive shaft. I don't know, he was just like on the radio saying how like, I I hear this weird noise, there's kind of weird feeling in the car, and basically the team said that, oh ma, Max, we're happy. And then he was like, I had I have a quote somewhere in my notebook. Wait, let me find it. Uh alright. Uh mate, mate, mate. I know I know it started with mate, but I can't oh mate, something's wrong. And he sounded like really, really mad. Like really mad. And he complained about the sound for like two or three times, I think, on the radio. And still um the team said, nah, we're fine, but I mean, we're monitoring it, so you can still drive. But I guess Max ended up not pushing 
as as strongly as he was pushing to actually catch up to Paris because there was like five five point two something maybe less seconds between Paris and Max. So Max could have probably gained and he was gaining and probably he was going to catch up at some time to Paris, but then he was he started complaining about the drive shaft issue, so that's why he didn't end up actually catching up to Paris. And um there was once like this one moment when the team came onto Paris's radio and actually said like let's do 33.0 I think yeah and Paris then asks so is Max doing the same and then the team like Paris's engineer actually said no Max is doing 32.6 so Max is going quicker and they're telling Paris to slow down like Paris got mad Paris got actually mad and then he said so why why are you telling me this why why are you telling me to slow down if max is doing 32.6 and you're telling me to do 33 point something so then like the engineer went quiet paris also went quiet and then he was like he saw that max was pushing because probably the engineer went on the radio again but we didn't get to actually hear that but there was like this moment of silence and then Paris came onto the radio again to say like yo we don't need this we don't actually need this am i am i able to push moment of silence once again and the engineer says yeah you're free to push so like what what what's happening there i kind of love I love this little drama that's happening inside, like, the whole Red Bull team. Because Max then, uh, Perez was, uh, like, uh, at the uh, last laps of the race, he was having, like, the fastest lap. Uh, so there's a single point for having the fastest lap if you finish with having the fastest lap, basically. And Perez had that. And then Max came onto the radio, like, um, who... Who has the fastest lap and how much are they doing? And the team said to Max, "Yeah, we don't we we don't care about that right now." Yeah. You definitely don't care like you're pretending to not care because basically Perez has that and you want to uh let Perez have that to actually have a lead in the championship. But Max said, and I quote, "Yeah. But I care." So like what? When when I said in the last episode that I kind of want like the whole civil war to actually happen, like quote unquote civil war, which we had like in in two two twelve with Mark and Seb, like in Malaysia, like <laughs> it's multi twenty one Seb, like y'all remember that so. When I actually said that I want that to happen, I I didn't think how fast my words can actually come into like existence and actually come true. So that's kind of not even kind of that's really funny to me. Because it's literally yesterday. Is it yesterday? Did I say that yesterday? No, not yesterday. Like it it was in my previous ep- episode, not yesterday's episode. So 
I literally said that and I forgot about it. And look, I man I I probably manifested this into reality, so it's really funny to me. Anyway, so Max ended up having the fastest lap at the end of the race, so Max is leading the championship by one point. Like, do y'all see where this is going when I say the civil war is definitely kind of happening? So this is this is funny. This is so funny to me, and um I'm, I'm I'm loving I'm loving this whole like Red Bull Red Bull, I don't know, drama, whatever you wanna call it, but this is amazing. This is honestly amazing and really entertaining and I really hope that they keep switching places and at the end of the season we don't actually know who's going to win the championship until the flag of the last race is actually shown, like the checkered flag. So, yeah, because I really want to see like an entertaining, a really entertaining season for once. I mean, yeah, Max, I would love for him to win the third title, but also Alonso, like let him have a go. Also Paris, let the fucking man have a go, because... Crofty even said, like, we've never had a Spanish, did he say Spanish, or did he say Mexican? I don't know, but the point is that we've never had, probably Mexican, don't quote me on this, because as soon as I said, as soon as I tried to say what I wanted to say, I literally forgot what Crofty said, but yeah, we've never had a man like Checo, to actually lead a championship but now he's second so there's still like kind of a chance for him to lead the championship yeah i just want an entertaining an interesting season a formal one thank you very much so let red bull fight between each other like let the drivers fight between each other let them be let them be disgusting let them get to the part where it's multi 21 seb seb like what are you doing i passed him i won i was faster and i'm not apologizing for that so let us fucking see that once again like please oh my god please please just let that happen moving on um, we've also seen the McLarens, like, at the start of the race, Norris, I think, was the first one who came into the pits. Yeah, I think Norris. And had his front wing changed because he had some contacts. Or was it Piastri? I don't know. Like, basically, the point is that one driver of the McLarens came in first, had his... Uh, front wing changed and the second one came in and also had his front wing changed i don't know why but they seem to have some contacts somewhere one was from the start of the race basically and the second one i don't know i don't know where and how that happened but yeah basically both of them uh came into the pits got their front wings changed and then they dropped to the back basically and they were in the back for quite a while. And then Norris, for some reason, had a radio message from his team to, like, I quote, don't make it too difficult to be Astri. End of quote. So they were at the back 
And Norris was like ahead of Piastri and the team said to let Piastri basically pass. Which they weren't even in like points. So I don't know what, what, what was that about and why they decided to tell Norris to actually let Piastri pass where where there's literally no gain in that decision because they're still out of points. I don't know. I really don't know. And like the both Hasses were in higher positions than than the both McLarens. Like Oscar finished 15th and Norris finished what? 17th. So like, I don't know. Magnussen came in 10th and Hulkenberg came in P12. So like, that's kind of that's kind of telling us that they're in a really bad place like in a really bad place and as much as i want to cheer for norris and oscar like i love the drivers but like the whole team team and zach brown like fuck mclaren honestly for for doing that to daniel like how dare they say that daniel has no talent and he was like he was basically not good in the car and it's basically his own fault for not being good in the car while we clearly see that the car is shit who left the toilet unflushed after they had a shit <laughs> anyways like come on and as biased as I may sound, because I am a Ricardo fan myself, like, we cl we're clearly seeing that it wasn't Daniel's fault, after all. Like, say whatever you want, but no. I mean, yeah, Daniel, they've had a better car last year, and Daniel, like, he could have probably scored more points than he actually did, because Norris was quite consistent throughout the season. Like last season, but this time, no. No. Like, no, come on. Come on. Like, even Crofty and uh, Brundle said, like, what the hell? We can clearly see that they're, they're like way down, way down, and they're not, they're basically doing something wrong, and we can all see. So, yeah. Like, Williams even were faster than both McLarens. Like, I don't know. I really don't know what's happening with the McLarens. And yeah. Speaking about Williams, though, um, Albon seemed to be in 13th place. He got himself up, up there, being once again faster than the McLarens. But then he retired because he... Uh, went onto the radio and basically said, oh yeah, mate, I have no brakes. And w what was weird, honestly, with this whole incident, like this whole problem with Albon, is basically as soon as I s as he said that he had no brakes, he could have... He was in a part of the track where he basically could have pulled into the pits, but the team didn't actually call him in, so he drove the last lap like one lap around the track and then came into the pits after 
while still having no brakes so he was like the slowest car on the track and he was also last and he was like avoiding cars to like basically letting them pass and that's how he became last and as i saw on his like dash on his steering wheel dash he was driving only in second gear because he clearly had no brakes so it's really interesting why didn't the team actually call him in as soon as i as he went onto the radio to say that he had no brakes so I don't know, maybe they didn't actually, like, react as quickly as they wanted to. I don't know. That's really weird. But then, as Albon pulled into the pits, Sargent, Sargent uh, got into the place of Alex Albon, so in P13, and he, uh, to actually get into that place, he was racing both of the McLarens. And with DRS, the Williams seemed really fast. Or maybe it's because the, both McLarens are really slow that the Williams seem to be fast, actually. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's the actual case there, but the Williams seem to have some sort of pace. But yeah, as I said before, maybe it's just because the both McLarens are really slow. So that's why the Williams seems to be having some sort of pace here here and there on some of the corners. Oh, also, uh, Hulkenberg, I mentioned uh, the Hasses before on how like they were faster than both of the Williams. Uh, they were right behind Gasly. Magnussen was right behind Gasly and Ocon. And basically, Hulkenberg is... He ended up basically in P12. So Hulk actually had a minor like incident, let's call it that. He actually touched the wall. I don't remember in which corner though, but he was like he was watching his mirrors and basically he was watching the Williams behind him and then he touched the wall with his right tires. So on the right side um, of the track he touched the wall. He managed to touch the wall, which he actually managed to not have a like huge crash or something like that he just touched the wall quickly and then back off so yeah i mean i don't know what was he like um distracted or something i don't know what was that about but i'm glad he didn't have like a huge accident because he touched the wall because that looked that honestly looked scary like how he bumped the wall with his both tires. So yeah. And moving to the like most important part of the race, Alonso. Like Alonso managed to uh start the race from basically the wrong positioning on the grid. Uh so the stewards said that basically he was too far left and I haven't seen like any any debrief from Sky Sports of how like they do uh after every race and they show on a big screen like basically what was wrong with the positioning on the grid and I haven't seen that. So I don't know how how much far left Alonso was actually for to like to actually get a five seconds time penalty, but he got that. 
and he was supposed to serve the five seconds time penalty in the pits. So he pulled away from George and he was able to come into the pits and actually serve the penalty and come back into the place where he basically like started from. So he came into the pits, he served the penalty, and then he got out of the pits. And he thought that, yeah, everything's fine, we're rolling. But that's where the problem started, because after the race, FIA started to review the footage of the Aston Martin mechanics, and they told that, yeah, no, nah, you served the time penalty wrong, and now you're getting another 10 second penalty. So like, mm-hmm. and like the whole the whole argument of Alonso serving the time penalty wrongly was basically the rear jack, the mechanic that was carrying the rear jack at the back of the car. He basically touched the car with the rear jack, but he wasn't like lifting the car he just touched the car with it and was waiting for the five seconds and then he lifted the car they changed the the tires and then Alonso went out basically and because the mechanic like put the rear jack under the car and touched the car with it that's why Alonso got another 10 seconds penalty and honestly there was an interview with Mike Rack, like he was basically asked about this whole situation. And Mike said that, like, in the rules, they said that you can't work on the car. And they didn't. The mechanic just touched the car. But like, also, I don't know, it's honestly how you look at it, because the mechanic himself didn't touch the car, and none of the other mechanics actually touched the car, so it was just the rear jack that touched the car. And I guess, like, they're looking at it, yeah, mechanic is touching the rear jack, so that's why... And the rear jack is touching the car, so that's why, like, the mechanic had touched the car through the rear jack. I don't know. Honestly, it's a gray area, as Mike Craig has said in himself. Because, like, it depends on how you look at it. Because they definitely didn't gain an advantage because the car wasn't actually, like, pulled up, like, lifted up with the rear jack. It was just under the car and just barely touching, like, the part where the rear jack touches to actually lift the car. So, as Mike said, they didn't actually gain an advantage while having that mechanic touch the car with the rear jack. So, yeah, honestly, fuck, fuck this. I was, I was so mad, like, honestly, so mad. I thought that, I really thought that Alonso was going to have a chance at winning this race. Then maybe, oh, okay, not winning the race. Because Alonso was leading the race for quite a few laps, but then Perez retook the position the leading position from Alonso and then basically just led every lap from from that moment and I thought okay if he's not winning the race then p2 that's amazing but yeah no Max got from p15 to p2 and Max and that Red Bull like that Red Bull is a rocket ship like the fight with with Alonso wasn't even a fight like 
Max drove, drove right behind Alonso and just passed him. Like it was nothing. Like, honestly, like it was nothing. So, you know. Um, and then P3, and I thought, oh, yes, a podium. Oh, my God, a podium for Alonso. At least that, a second podium for Alonso. But, yeah, no. No, the FIA has to ruin everything. Like, bro, just let him have the podium. I might sound really disgusting, but I feel like they're favoring Mercedes now that they've actually, like, shown some pace. Because George Russell... Ooh, what I just remembered. George Russell was told... Anyways, let me finish this. Let me finish this whole Aston Aston Martin thing with the FIA. Like, so we don't still know if it's actually, like... Because the 10 seconds time penalty has been, like, passed down to Alonso. But Mike Mike Crack said that, like... They're reviewing the footage of everything and they're going to the stewards like to actually figure it out. So the 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 penalty might not even like actually be placed down for Alonso. They might take it back. Like we still don't know. We still don't know and we'll we're probably going to know I don't know when. But um we're going to know soon, but we still don't know now. But yeah, as I said that I feel like the FIA is favoring Mercedes, that they've shown pace now. I mean, I'm only joking, but, like, Mercedes, yeah, they've finally showed some sort of pace. Like, finally, for once, which is great to see. Well, also, fuck Russell, because I really wanted to see Alonso on the podium. <laughs> yeah, but no hard feelings to Russell. I'm only joking. Um, So, 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 yeah, Russell was told by the team on the radio to basically... I don't know which lap it was, but it he was told to basically let Hamilton pass because Hamilton was right, um, right uh, behind him. And Russell was like, oh, but Alonso, Alonso needs to actually, like, go and serve his time penalty. But Alonso had already served his time penalty and that's what the team said to him on the radio like yeah he already served that so like come on move out i mean they weren't that direct but they definitely probably said that like move out the way for hamilton and george george all he said was like fuck fuck no oh my god no george no 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 but yeah george didn't get out the way like he picked the pace up even more and he pulled out from Hamilton which was like amazing like you go George you go George George is the type of guy to not let his teammate pass and we're living for that honestly like honestly if he's faster let him let him be let him be first let him be like in front of his teammate why why do you feel the need to let Hamilton pass if he's not actually catching up to George? So great that the team didn't like actually be I don't know, really pushy and didn't actually give like strict team orders for George to let Lewis pass. So yeah. 
But Toto is uh, being really hopeful. He said that they're making steps, they're being really progressive, but it's still a long way till they actually can catch the Red Bulls, which is really interesting. Mm? He even said that they're making, and I quote, elephant steps, end of quotes. All right, Toto. All right, let's not just, I mean... We all saw how this went down at the start of the season. They were hyping their new black car like so much and look what they have now. And now they're doing that again and it's only the second time like the second race of the season. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's not get too far ahead, Toto, please, because we really don't want to see another shitty Mercedes. As much as I love to see the like whole Mercedes empire crumbling down, like let's not get another shitty Mercedes on the way. Like no, please, 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 no. Like we actually, we the fans like want to see an an entertaining season where like literally any of the drivers can win because they're that good and their cars are actually like performing. So yeah, and I mean, as much as I'm sometimes taking sides with the drivers, taking sides with the teams, like, honestly, I'm fully supporting, like, every team out there. Maybe not team, but every driver out there, because I still hate McLaren so much. Like, honestly, this is the first team that I can say that I really hate for what they have did to Ricardo. I don't even fucking hate Haas that much as because of what they did to Mick as much as I hate McLaren. But yeah, that's that's a talk for another day. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to upset any fans because like that's only my opinion and my opinion cannot match with your opinion. If you love McLaren, you love McLaren. I don't hate you for that. I just hate the team. I don't hate the drivers. That's that's it anyways so yeah mm. oh we still had my predictions wait let me find it in my notebook actually all right so yesterday mm, yesterday i predicted in p3 that we were going to have ferrari in p3 so one of the ferrari drivers in p3 which didn't actually happen because both of the Ferrari drivers ended up being 6th and 7th, with Sainz being ahead of Leclerc. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was too generous for Ferrari, if I'm being honest. I was really too generous to Ferrari. But I really had faith in them. I really did because I mean Leclerc throughout the race like he was also passing cars left and right the same as Max was so I thought that oh yeah I guess that Ferrari is going to be P3 like one of one of the drivers is going to be on the podium like oh yeah I did this right I guessed it right mm, I'm so smart hell no nah, bro hell no nah. like look at Ferrari they're they're still <sighs> Porpoising. 
this is our year, guys. There's still four missing. If not this year, next year is definitely our year. Yeah, fuck that, bro. Ferrari is still in their clownery era. Like, they're still in their circus era. They're still clowns. And I made a clown of myself, too, for actually hoping for Ferrari to finish on the podium this race. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> I guessed P P2 Alonso, which was almost right, was because he was in P2 until Max actually had passed him. Then he was supposed to be ending up in P3, which didn't actually happen because of the 10 second penalty. Ah. So yeah, I guess that's wrong. I guess that's wrong. Anyways, so P1, I actually wrote Paris first and then slash Max. So only one right and I'm proud of myself. But also like, bro, this is the most uninteresting part because we all know that one of the Red Bull drivers is going to be winning the race. Like, I don't know what needs to happen for Red Bull to not actually win. Like, probably somebody needs to take them off the track at one turn on or another for them to not actually finish the race and win the race. But yeah. So, anyways, I was still a genius. I guess that right that Red Bull is going to be winning one race, this race. So... Yeah, I, I, I'm still proud of myself. As funny as that sounds, I'm still proud of myself that I actually guessed that right. But yeah, anyways, let's probably end this up. Um, yeah, I really don't have anything to talk about because basically I posted everything on my Instagram account that I have with the same name as my podcast. So if you want to follow that... I post daily news there. Uh, not daily, but I try. I really try. <laughs> but weekly, let's say. Yeah, a few a, a few times throughout the week, definitely. So rumors, everything like that. You can find everything there. And I have a few highlights of the race. So Bahrain race, and I'm going to make a new highlight from my story. Um of the Jeddah race, because I do post, like, uh, key points, like, highlights of the races, I try to post them on my story while the race is happening, so I'm trying to do that live, so if you want to follow that, definitely do, it's from 350 to a0 on Instagram, with the same picture as my podcast, the same name as my podcast, so yeah. So, thank you so much for listening, if you did actually get this far. Um, and I think I'll see you on Friday. Yeah, I hope so. I hope that I'll have enough information to actually uh, do another episode before the practice sessions. Oh my god, no! Not practice sessions. We don't have any... Oh no, bro. We don't have any racing the upcoming weekend oh my god when do we have a race oh hold is it two weeks till 
Is it two weeks? Yes, it is. Oh my god. Ah, what am I going to do, bro? Anyways, <laughs> still, thank you so much for listening. I'll try to still upload an episode on the upcoming Friday. I'll try to gather something so you won't be bored without me. And I won't be bored without you. What? I don't know, bro. I'm tired. I probably should just go to sleep. But yeah, thank you once again for listening. And I'll see you next time. Bye.